Hello there. So it's been a little bit, a few days. I thought I would do another podcast and I wanted to talk about what it's been like being a student during COVID. I find it's really interesting that we as a society seem to have this habitual pattern of trying to keep going forward without looking back. Now, that may sound smart, but in reality, it lacks reflection and insight. You know, it's like driving a car. If we were to just drive aimlessly on the road with not caring about anybody else there, we would run through red lights, And quite frankly, at the end of it, we would end up not being here anymore because we'd end up in creating a hazardous car accident. And that's kind of what it's like being a student during COVID. For some reason, some curriculums, some schools, some teachers just do not understand what it's like to be a student during COVID. Now, there are different platforms. Most of us started online. I mean, most of us started offline and then some of us started online or some of us started online and are going to finish online because that's what the curriculum was. The thing is what COVID does is COVID has caused for all of us, not just students, but everyone, it's caused a lot of undue stress because we weren't able to hug our our friends, our family, we weren't able to travel to see our family, we weren't able to do so many things. We were locked in our homes for, for a large part. And then in some regard, there were still people that even if they had a little freedom, still weren't able to take it. And now we have, you know, the vaccines and vaccine passports. And, you know, that's brought up a lot of anxiety and stress and a lot of undue hardships for some. And unfortunately, that creates more strain and stress for people. You know, this idea of freedom of choice comes into head, you know, and obviously we all don't want our rights to be taken away, but unfortunately, there are some choices we need to make because we need to think of the greater good for all, not just ourselves. And unfortunately, that's the line of the debate, right? Your freedom of choice versus protecting other people who are more um, put in harm's way because of age. A young infant cannot take the vaccine. Um, A young child uh, under five, well, you know, now that they allow 12-year-olds, but For a while there, they weren't able to even vaccinate them. So we have these choices, but some of us don't have those choices, don't even have a choice to choose to have one or not because of our age. And some of us are anaphylactic to ingredients in vaccines. So some of us cannot take them no matter what. It's not about a freedom of choice. They just can't because unfortunately the after effects of that would be deadly and we don't want that. So there's so much here that comes up, but this is like what it's like to be a student. We have all these 
assignments and all these courses that we're doing and we have all these things that we need to do. But then we have this other stress that's on our shoulders. I've been in school before where I didn't have the stress of a mass pandemic. And I can tell you, it was stressful. Don't get me wrong, it's always stressful being a student. At the same time, it was not the burden of the pandemic. And I think we forget the mental health repercussions of living through a pandemic and how that can weigh on your shoulders. Unfortunately, there have been a lot of suicides over the pandemic. And we won't know the statistics because the news likes to hide those numbers. But unfortunately, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of them. Even where I live in Nova Scotia, every three days, a person dies by suicide. I recently read an article about that. And in my opinion, I think that number's higher than that. I think it's at least once a day. Because unfortunately, the statistics don't always get in. And if it's a suicide, people are alone. They don't always assume it's that, especially if there's no note. So there's so many pieces here. My point is, is we need to understand that people have different experiences, different upbringings, and different teachings on how to handle stress. And like most of us, we've learned, we don't have a good curriculum to teach us about how to handle stress. Not from parents, not from family, not from teachers. They're starting to do some of these policies, but when I was a kid, we didn't have a mental health class. We didn't have a meditation class. We didn't have any of that. All we were taught is to move on and get over it, basically. Bury it. And what did that do for us? Nothing. Burying emotions, all it teaches you is that you can't feel. The problem is, most of us are very sensitive. We feel anyway, whether you tell us not to. And if anything, when you tell someone not to feel, they're going to feel more. If not, it's going to turn into rage and anger. So, or worse, depression, and in turn, it can turn into real low mood, and those could be your next people questioning their life. All I know is we've got to do better with understanding what's happening in people's world. If you're always looking at a student as for the marks they contribute, and never ask the question how they got there, then you're not doing your job. There are so many pieces to everybody's life. And I'm not saying that assignments can't have deadlines, but sometimes you need to consider the impacts on that student. If a pandemic is sitting on their shoulders, and let's just say not long ago, they lost someone dear to them, or worse, they have a disability and they've struggled with their health, and now you had a pandemic and the stress of, of school. Well, what you did is you're now creating more recipe for disaster, and that just causes more harm. So let's look at things a little bit differently. Let's start listening, really listening, without our backs up. Students need to be heard, teachers administrators. Stop implementing your policy and having no understanding um, 
what someone's going through when it comes to their life. And this pandemic is extremely stressful. Some of us are extroverts, some of us are introverts. But the truly thing is, people who are extroverted, this pandemic did not help them. I'm extroverted and it didn't help me. It stressed me out. It put me in a bind. I was off work for two months. And then my school, because they didn't have a policy that supported students like me, I couldn't postpone my schooling. So here I am off work, and my doctor's telling me you burned the candle from both ends, and I couldn't, and I couldn't stop school. So could I really relax? Could I really get a break? No. And it put me in a very difficult position. So we need to be better when it comes to students with disabilities. We need to stop ignoring and thinking it's an excuse. Because trust me, I didn't want this disability. I've been living with fibromyalgia for 20 years. I can tell you right now, I never wanted it. But you know what I've done? I've learned about it. I've lived it. I've taken courses. I've gone to programs. I did everything to try to change because I didn't want to be a person with a disability. I wanted to be able-bodied with no issues. But you know what my biggest issue is the fact that no one can see my disability. No one can feel what I feel underneath the skin. And there's, there's too many of us out there that for some reason our world is still stuck in a visual world, but it's the unseen that people don't see and they don't recognize. And we need to start recognizing the unseen. So I ask you a question. Will you be the student for the student or will you be the barbarian? Will you be the guide and a friend? Or will you be the dictator? May we find more joy and peace in our world. And may we understand what we don't know so we can help people be seen and heard. Much love and gratitude to you all.